Do we want to tell why we're a little dressed up, a little snazzy? I am in my wedding dress because I got married. So we thought, why don't we do a wedding episode? Yeah. Yeah, this special wedding episode where we talk about love and all things positive (laughs) and marriage. And that's not what we're going to do at all. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. This is not what I would wear to a wedding. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to wear that to a wedding, you're definitely going to steal the groom. Okay. No. Monterey is, I'm going to tell you one thing, nice titties. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's very kind. I'm like bashful like you're a dude. Like, I don't take compliments from like men. I'm like, shut up, loser. Like, I'm oh, like, you think I'm going to suck your dick? I'm like, you look nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm actually like, like all awkward. Like, oh, she said she likes my boobs. Yeah, I like your boobs. You wouldn't wear that to a wedding? Well, let's describe for the people that aren't listening or, or don't see us what you're wearing. I'm just, I'm wearing a purple dress. It's like, a, it's just more form fitting yeah. and it's like pretty high up and there's like a slit that's yeah. like high up, which is bad for dancing. And I like to dance. Uh, but two, I don't want anybody to think I'm a little like sex kitten, like trying to like, you know, you can fuck. be a sex kit. Are you, you're not trying to fuck at a wedding? No. God, no. I feel like a wedding is a good place for people to try and fuck though. Have you ever fucked anyone at a wedding? No, Nikki, you know me. I'm like no one night stand prude little fucking Amish Boring. girl. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, uh, but I mean, I'm, I think it probably is like love is in the air. Everybody's happy. It was an open bar. You didn't spend any money. You also got dinner, you know? So it's like, it's a nice, and then the guy can go, Hey, would you like a drink? And then you feel like they're getting you a drink, but really it's for free. Yeah. It's It's just a complete escapism fantasy and not real life. And the next day, I don't know, maybe they don't feel good about it, but for that time. Yeah. Uh, Have you worn this dress anywhere? Uh, actually, no. Really? Yeah. You just own that dress? You haven't worn it? I, I, it's like a dress where I'm like, oh, I'll like wear it on a date or I'll, I'll wear it to something, to a birthday party yeah, or something. Yeah. I haven't worn, this is my first time wearing it. Oh my is, God. You should wear it out today. No. No, I think so. I don't think, why is she so <laughs> weird? She's like trying to make me a girl. Like her whole like I'm mission like, look is like. how hot you are. I'll wear this if you wear that. Oh my God. <laughs> really? I just want to wear my wedding dress. Yeah. Again. You're like, Nikki, just say you want. <laughs> it's a beautiful dress. And it's like, it is a dress that you could wear yeah. again, which is nice. I just wanted to get a dress that I could wear on the red carpet. That's all I kept saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's so stupid. People spend so much money on a dress and you're not going to own a dress like this unless you are on the red carpet or something. Right. So. I wanted something I could wear and it wouldn't look like it's a like wedding It's like beautifully dress. draped. Is this silk or what yeah, is this? It's silk. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, you look like a little Greek goddess because oh. the way that it oh, is you. like flowy like that. And oh, your butt looks really good in it. Thank you. Your boobies look good in that. Oh my God. Oh. We're not going to touch each other. Oh. Basically, Monterey and I are working towards the red carpet just so I can wear this dress again mm-hmm. and she can wear that dress. All right. Well, thank you. We just problem solved what we're going to be wearing <laughs> the first time we're ever on a red carpet. And that was a big item to check off on my to-do list. So <laughs> I'm glad we got that squared Listen, away. I'm just thinking about the future is all, okay? <laughs> this is what you got to do. You got to really... You got to plan. I, you have to plan yeah, for it. That's good. So speaking of planning... um. The thing I plan sometimes are toxic things. So uh, that was the worst transition ever. Hold okay. on. <laughs> okay, we'll go back. We'll go back. We'll go back. I was trying to so... blend those things together of being like, You're that's like... toxic. Let's get to something toxic. You're like, oh, <laughs> the, the toxic pick of the week. But that was so fucking not smooth whatsoever. You're not I... a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it. And I was like, you just take two words and you just slowly start talking into Speaking it. Speaking of planning, <laughs> we planned to talk about our Who toxic, toxic pick. <laughs> Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> no, it's staying in. It's amazing. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Who? What was our talk? Now I forgot. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Teal Swan. Teal Swan. Okay. So, Go ahead. So let so, me just hold yeah. on a fucking second and okay. explain why Teal Swan. Okay. Well, I'm tell gonna, them who she is. I first. am, okay. but we need to not have Monterey's biased, culty opinion no. on this one. Okay, Teal Swan is a spiritual 
woman you can you can give point yeah she's like an enlightenment coach like does workshops yeah and there's a documentary on her of how she did all these uh basically culty it's it workshops and got a bunch of people to kill themselves and the funniest thing was like uh, the stuff that she says matt watched it with me and he was like this is shit that you would believe and i was like oh for sure i would i wouldn't ever kill myself because i don't want to die i'm afraid of death (laughs) monterey loves thinking of dying and so (laughs) um so basically he was making fun of me for like believing in the stuff that she believes in. So she's on the right track with, with the things that she says. But the other day Monterey text or posted something about Teal Swan. And Mm -hmm. I was like, have you seen the the documentary? I was like, you're like, I've been watching Teal Swan for like 12 years. And I really love, like I've been, I follow her. Like I really love what she says. And I was like, Monterey, there's a documentary about how she's evil. And she took her powers and got a bunch of people to kill themselves, (laughs) which we don't know the whole thing yet. Monterey hasn't watched a documentary for the record. (laughs) I watched the documentary. Wait, when Nikki told me that I was like, well, actually there is a spiritual practice practice where people this is true where people believe that they believe that like life on earth like a 3d reality is like the lowest of life you could live and so they believe that like we have this fear of death but really because we reincarnate that you can kill yourself at any time so you can reincarnate and you can choose to not suffer and like go like get another life basically and so i'm like yeah like that is a spiritual practice and do i believe in that no but like do i get it sure and so i was like maybe these people are like dude i'm a fucking like warehouse overnight worker there's nothing wrong with that my whole family's that but they're like i'm gonna fucking cash out and so i'm like she's not telling them but i don't know i haven't watched the documentary they are (laughs) they are vulnerable i'm just laughing because i'm like two episodes ago you're like I'd like to be a dictator. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> if, if people want to check out, they can check, check out. out. You know, do what you want. And then the last episode, you were like, I like the evil stepmother. She's the <laughs> fucking best. And I was like, Cinderella is just so <laughs> polar opposites. I'm like, life. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. No, uh, but Santa. Uh, so the difference is, is that th- she has the power. She's like trying to lead these people and they're vulnerable people that are going to her. And, yeah. and you see in the documentary, it's very much a performance like what Mm. you're watching and what's online is very much a performance and like she's this person which is what happens with a lot of cult leaders and then you see a behind the scenes of like how she turns and Mm. how she becomes evil why do you think or like does a documentary show like what is she getting this power for for or like what's like her what's like driving her like i don't i don't i think it's control like there was one scene in the documentary where a woman didn't like abide to what she had said or just felt a bit uneasy about something she said and she was like well then you can leave you can go over there and sit over there and it was this huge like it was a huge fight that happened i guess like her assistant or the guy who runs it with her was like, well, Teal like was trying to be in the middle. And the woman was like, she's attacking me. And she's like, I'm not attacking you. I'm like just very controlling. Uh, I think that these cult leaders or spiritual mm. people have it's, I think it's the bad ones that have the power to like really heal people, but then they get the power and want like a a big ego. Yeah. Yeah. And then they want, I think that they might be like a little bit off off the cuckoo's nest and like mentally ill you know because i think that everything that she was saying i was like oh yeah i believe in that but when i watch the cult shows that i watch or the documentaries all like the many things that are said there are things that we talk about or the community not that i'm in a spiritual community but you know just just the the people who are like on that type of vibe yeah Yeah, even it's like buddhism stuff um but they once they realize they can control all these people i think they just love it yeah it's like i mean that's the thing with like success or money or power it's like like you really don't know what if i was like (laughs) (laughs) it's like I, like I don't have control <laughs> issues. What are you talking about? I'm nothing like her, Nikki. Um, but you don't know until you really experience it. And I think everybody has a projection of like how they believe like they would handle any of those things. Cause it's like, we see it in our level. All yeah, the time. Yeah, like yeah, comedy. yeah. Like you see people, someone get a credit or uh, someone get a writing job or someone gets a headline. And it's like, 
people ch- and you're like that is such on a small scale that's like really not even like giving you that much of a financial like leg up yeah and you see people getting all these like followers and they're they're just like oh my god like we love you we need you like thank you you saved us like my life is so much better like you're getting all this crazy praise from literally millions of people that I'm sure it goes to their head yeah. for sure. I also wonder like if people go into it thinking that that's their motive. Like did yeah. you watch the Nexium documentary? No. Oh, you got to watch these. I mean, that's one where they they had the power. One guy had Tourette's mm-hmm. and the mind workshops that they did took the Tourette's away from the guy. Like mm-hmm. he he was totally healed. So I and it was a psychiatrist that did it yeah. and it was like they got him on the right track. And he was healed and it was magical. And then another guy got involved, the head of Nexium, and then got the psychiatrist to now manipulate all these mm. women. And then, then it turns. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that a lot of people probably start off on the air of good. Um, you know, like I said, once money or power or just one maybe you know they're just getting all this praise and then when someone goes against them that's the first time like yeah. that side comes out because they're like that's true well, no everybody's been praising me and i've been so great and then someone fucking just pissed me off and so now i have to destroy them that's a good, <laughs> that's a good point because okay so on your side what you liked about her you just saw her online or how yeah did you see i've her? known her <laughs> okay. i don't know her um <laughs> i well which is like really creepy like her and i have the same tattoo um, which is okay. nothing to do with like a cult thing. It's the it's the symbol of self mastery. It's the hermeticism, like Egyptian magic. Um, but it just means that it's it's just someone devoted to self mastery. Like it's a mark of that. Um, and so yeah, like anybody who's just on that path, you might have a tattoo like this. Yeah. So anyway, so I saw she has a giant one like on her arm. So I was like. I always knew that symbol before I even got a tattoo. So I was like, oh, like she's my people. She's cool. And I followed her on YouTube. And then I started following her on Instagram when, you know, years ago or whatever. And yeah, she just has like these little talks and um, these just little spiritual insights. And they usually are like, you're like, oh, yeah, like that resonates. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense or that feels good. Um, But one thing that I did notice about her or something is like, is that um it's like something in her face and sounds bad but no, something no, in her dumb fucking yeah, head yeah. let's um, talk about image let's, let's talk about image let's go there <laughs> <laughs> there's something very square and masculine about it which is fine so no. you don't like her chiseled horse oh. face <laughs> i'm not saying just <laughs> a chiseled it's horse it's pretty horsey <laughs> mean girl extreme over here pridezilla <laughs> i just like villains because i think they're badass and nikki secretly <laughs> little snow white taylor swift but she's fucking coming out with the claws um no yeah there's just something about her face that doesn't feel nurturing or doesn't feel warm yeah. or doesn't feel divine feminine-esque yes and so when she says things there's like parts of her that feel like very logical and like matter of fact and maybe that's good for her to sound like that you know but there's just something yeah Yeah. there's just something a little cold about it i see yeah Yeah. for sure yeah cold icy standoffish but again i liked some of the information so i was just like oh like not everyone can have the gift of being charming and like being persuasive and and you know being physically appealing to look at you know (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving on. <laughs> so that's so mean. We can but like, but like Liz, our healer, mm-hmm. soft, yeah. warm, beautiful. Are we like, doing ASMR right now? <laughs> Crystal eyes. <laughs> so, do you? What do you think then? Because you followed her with this unbiased opinion, and mm-hmm. what, it was so funny when you posted it, and I was like. Mm, do you know about this because it's like well she's still getting traction on the internet yeah which is like wild. she still has nine hundred thousand, like which is just fucking crazy but you know what's funny is that we talked about crystalia mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago yeah. and how he got canceled and didn't get canceled and i'm like well i guess it's happening to cult leaders that are making people kill themselves for too, sure for or r kelly that took years and years and years yeah. and harvey weinstein took years and years and years. like jeffrey you know what i mean all these people were but like it's the first time a woman like I i'm know. like what the fuck Why are or they? there might be more women and we just don't even know that's true that's true wow okay 
Well, so I think she's pretty. T- I, you need to watch the documentary. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna watch it for sure. And I like documentaries about like cults. Yeah, I was like I like people who come into power, you know, on uh-huh. their own, just yeah. not through nepotism or not through you know family fucking, you know, being passed down. What is that called? Uh, inheritance. Yeah, like it's just she did it on her own, baby, on YouTube. But so did she though? How do you know she doesn't come from oh, money? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Does she come from money? Oh, I don't know that. I don't get far she enough could, in. I don't know anything about her other than sometimes. She looks like she could have come from money. She does, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. You might end up hating her by that's the end the of this. That's the square jaw. She, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the square jaw. That's a girl where daddy's been around. Because yeah. she's had so much food. She's been eating it the whole time. <laughs> and her jaw just kept getting stronger and stronger and expanding. Uh, this is so fucked up. <laughs> literally tearing this one. But the girl she, got are killing, killing themselves. themselves. Which just still yeah. doesn't make it right that we're critiquing no. her genetics that she can't help. Well, <laughs> I'm going to critique them because yeah, she I feel can't like help murdering it. people. If you're murdering then people, we don't have to honor. She's still beautiful. If she was, if she was super ugly, I'd feel bad. She's still well. She's attractive, not beautiful. Yeah, attractive she's bad. attractive. I always base people's attractiveness on if my boyfriend cheated on me with you, would I be jealous? Or like if my ex. No, because I married you. Yeah, yeah, would I be jealous? And her, I wouldn't be jealous. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're really trying to not. We are not listen. toxic uh, anymore. We solved it. Do you see how we just pivoted the, and we knew? Hey, get out! Get out! The, the show up. is about sometimes we dabble. And then we get back out. For fun. It's irony here. Okay. Don't you get satire? Don't you get it? Yeah. You know, it's just like when you're a kid, you used to pick your nose all the time. We don't as adults, but sometimes when you're driving alone, you'll pick a boog. You know, it's the same thing. I actually have never... I've never done that. You've never picked your nose ever. And it's funny because I thought about this the other day because someone's like, oh, like everybody acts like they don't pick their nose. And I'm like, I I don't. You've never picked your nose. How do you get the crusty ones out? I I guess I just don't like. Wow, maybe you don't have any boogs. I mean, I definitely like when I blow my nose, stuff comes out for sure. You don't get any hard things. Um, I think, yeah, no. I kind of feel bad for you because there is, <laughs> like, honestly, the satisfying feeling of when you got this hard thing in your nose and it comes out. It's like having Pulling a, a tooth, or like having a piece of glass in your finger and it's free. Like that's what it's like getting. A, Mm. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound good. I don't like glass in my it's finger nice, either. Well, it's nice when it comes out. Wow. Yeah. I've never eaten a booger. Well, I hope not. No, Nikki everybody, Bond. every time. No. <laughs> what you said that like, like you're like, see, this is information that is like, what the fuck? I hope you didn't eat your booger. <laughs> I talked to. A few people, every time Nobody I say, watch, eats boogers. watch this. When we have two friends are coming over today, I'm going to slyly go, I've never eaten a booger. And we will see if they go, yeah, right. Anytime I say that, people go, yeah, right. Just like how people say I to mean, you about picking your nose. People eat their boogs. That's more disturbing now, oh, Mickey Bond. I thought you were going to be like, oh, like that's a common <laughs> thing people do. You're telling me that like, no, people don't believe me yeah, that I don't haven't eaten. Because everybody eats their boogs. What do you or mean? they did. You don't know that? This is a poll. This is going to be a new poll. Have you ever eaten a booger? Yeah, people... Like, have, when you're a toddler? Yeah, when you're a kid. Yeah, I never did it when I was a Ew, kid. Ew, no. I've <laughs> never eaten a booger. Or like, I, I've I thought also, that's like a joke. I've also never touched my vagina and smelled it. And just... Okay, I just I wanted like, to keep going. <laughs> I was like, every woman's done that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I would have believed it because I was like, Nikki's so like, eh, I don't care, eh, whatever. Like, but I could just see her like, yeah, you can go down on me, whatever. And so afraid. None of, of like, them complain. We can do. What's going on? Uh, whatever. People, you know, they like it. And I don't even have to suck them off and they just do it. So sure. Seems to be walking out. <laughs> I've said to a couple of my friends that like are friends with guys I hooked up with. I'm like, anybody ever say anything? Like, are we good? All right. We're in the clear. Are we good? Are we good? Everybody ready to go? My pussy doesn't smell. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Nikki, that's crazy. Who cares? <laughs> and I need my booger. What are you going to do? 
Oh my god. He's just down there. I'm picking my notes. Putting yeah. your hand in your pussy. You're like, you like, you wanna do this? You wanna do it? We good to go. You wanna eat my booger? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well, uh, that was a uh, I would like to know guys, let us know. Have you ever eaten Have you your ever boogers? eaten your booger? I don't. I haven't, but we will find out from more people. I'm going to slyly say it today. Okay. Let's see what we'll happens. let you guys know. We'll update you. All right. Now for our weekly updates. Boom, you're so professional when you did that. Yeah. Well, let's start with Monterey because it's uh huh. pretty good. Um, so remember how the last time we were here? <laughs> I feel like you just totally threw me under the bus. Go on. So remember in the last episode where I said, I'm falling in love and um, that I think I can do this. And I am, I have a partner now that I know that, you know, I have security. Uh, very patient man. You very said. patient man. Works through everything with you. Works through everything. Um, I have come we have come to be no longer dating. <laughs> <laughs> How to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, I have got the science down. I, I yeah, I, I mean, you were, it just happened recently. So, yeah, yeah, it was very recent. But um, I, I mean, it's for the best for him, certainly. Okay, so what happened? So everything was like, if I'm being completely honest, I had uncertainty but I thought that the uncertainty was like coming from like my love avoidant issues, which I talked about last episode, where it's just hard to accept love and it makes me feel overwhelmed. And you're in meetings for it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm in meetings for it. And so when when I was having issues with like the, not like physical intimacy, but sometimes that too. But when I was having struggles with the intimacy, I just like kept being like, I don't know. You were having know. struggles. You were, it was with affection almost. Yeah. About it, giving love. Right. Yeah. Like giving love and affection, but also just like being emotionally available for a person. So like, there's just like times where I just like shut down and I'll communicate where I'm just like, Hey, like I'm just like not here right now. And I go through like depressive states or whatever. And so I was trying to communicate as best as possible. Like, I feel numb. Like, I don't want to be affectionate. Um, I don't want to be touched. I want to be by myself. And we were like trying to like work through that and work through that. And like my natural gut was like, I want to be done with this fucking person. But then like everybody was like telling me like, no, it's okay. Like work through it, work through it. And then it just got to the point where I was like, I feel bad to, for this person because like I, there's a point where I'm like, oh, it's like emotionally abusive. Like there's times where I'm just like, yeah, like, oh my God, you're amazing. And then two days later, I could literally be like, please don't touch me. Like, please just leave me alone. Like I, I need to go home. Like I need my space. And um, obviously that person was struggling a lot with that. And so, yeah, I just had a lot of guilt. And then when I get in my depression, I'm like, I can't solve my shit and then be here emotionally for mm -hmm. you. And so it just kind of became too emotionally hard and grueling. Okay. And did any of your toxic sides come out during that? Um, definitely like the snippiness or like the irritability, like that stuff would come out. Like if I didn't have time to myself, because I know that that's how I like keep myself sane and um, I get very overwhelmed again with like someone's like always on me. And so I would definitely get like irritable where I'd be like, okay, like, all right, like we'll do it in a minute or like, okay, can you just like, okay, I need 10 minutes. Like it's that type of stuff where I'm catching myself and I'm trying not to displace or have an attitude, but yeah, sometimes it's hard. And, and okay. Cause I was away and then she was like, and we called it quits. So you went through depression mm. and, and you, because on the last episode you were like, I'm working through it. You remember you were alone on the street talking to yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Love, 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 love. <laughs> and then, but then when you went through depression, you were like, I don't know if it, something happened where you need to look out for yourself, but then mm -hmm. the other person wants you to look out for them. And you were like, yeah. I need to look out for myself. And that is something that I will say, like for, I have depression too it's so important to have a partner that when you go through depression, they can just like let you 
be because right. you feel bad enough. Like yeah. when you're depressed, you already know you're yeah. so annoying to be around. And I like whenever I'm depressed, I'll say to Matt, I'll be like, sorry, I'm like this. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. He doesn't need anything from me. Right. He doesn't need me to like comfort him. And I always feel so much guilt because I'm not giving him love. And he keeps, he's always like, stop feeling guilty. It's all good. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's the key with depression or anxiety is like your partner how they deal with it with you for sure whether like not just you but other i have other friends where their partners are like this is annoying you're like yeah like i'm trying to survive like i that's what i like how to say at one point where i'm like dude like it's hard for me to like have the will to just live right now like and so i'm trying to get myself out of this funk where i can peel myself out of my bed let alone like deal with that because it's like i have to meditate and i have to fucking choose and i gotta do like i have to like do things to get myself to like be okay again i'm like i can't do all that and concentrate on that and then also like have these deep hour talks like i feel rejected and i feel oh, this and i feel that and which but the person is 1000 percent validated for feeling all of that and if it wasn't for my past you know behavior they probably would be more secure or they probably would be you know um just like not as like fearful of my actions because I've done this before where I've just fled right and so like I get their anxiety and I get all that but it's like sometimes when you start off on chaos and then you go back together like it's really hard to remove like that that element of the chaos and of you know having full forgiveness and that reset like it's fucking hard yeah and and I did like I think that you went through it and you were in a good place last episode and like understood the patience and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but did his patience ever dissipate um yeah for sure like yes he would always do a good job and like eventually like come around but yeah there were definitely moments where you know some of my behaviors or patterns would then start triggering his toxic tendencies or whatever. And then, you know, we got in like a couple like big fights where he's getting snappy and, you know, a little like disrespectful or whatever. And which I totally understood and I forgave and I'm like, okay, because you know, you've been so patient with me. But then it was like one of those moments where we both were like, Hey, this can't happen. Cause it was like a, you know, just like a really intense, like, type of argument where you're like it does not need to be like that and like I was more I was very proud of myself because I didn't swear or yell or name call um and I was just like watching it before my eyes just like what the fuck and but I understood how he got to that level and I like I understood why everything was happening but it was just like I can't be in another one of these no that's why I'm so because when she said it that you were done I was like oh man but then when you told me what happened I was like good for you like you can't be in another yeah. one of those like it's just a situation of if your two traits trigger each other right you know and and you are you put up with a lot yeah you know like you can put up with a lot of like aggression or insults that's yeah. what I'll say you can really put up with insults where I'm like no 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 we don't we don't right. put up with that shit so right. it's good that you didn't get toxic and that you got out right do you uh do you feel um what am i trying to ask uh, was it hard to not approach like the toxic side in yourself um in that moment no i was actually surprised because i was like oh like there's been like many versions of myself like the first version would be like fuck you motherfucker you know what I mean or I'm gonna throw something back or whatever and then like the second iteration is just like hey don't fucking talk to me like that don't fucking disrespect me so it's like I'm not I'm not uh mirroring the the toxic habit that they're doing but I'm still aggressive and then now like the third version is just like okay I'm not reacting wow like I'm just like did you feel numb or did you just not care um I I mean genuinely I felt like scared at like one point because I was like dude like come on like we're not doing this like ugh and not like scared like I was in danger not like that like not him attack like nothing like that but just like this can't be happening like for real like this is like where we're at I thought this wasn't gonna happen yeah Yeah. I thought this wasn't gonna happen or whatever but again I understood how we got there all the things but I think that yeah uh with my love avoidant and depression stuff and with with our 
with my past mistakes. So his now trust issues, it just made it really complicated. Yes. And so, and I, I've learned my lesson from other complicated relationships. I'm like, I'm, those are the ones that have lasted the longest for me in my life are the complicated ones. And so this is what I said to him too. I was like, Hey, this is a pattern that I do. And because I have such good chemistry or whatever with a person, even though there's like these toxic patterns, like in front of my face multiple times, I push through because I'm like, oh, this person is worth it. But then it always ends up going down in flames. So I was like, the wisdom part of me needs to step in and go, okay, so instead of just hoping this time will be different, why don't I just like get ahead of it and like pull the plug now? And if that's like a risk of something, like I have enough I have enough confidence in myself or like love for myself that I know that there has to be others Good. and that it's not going to be a situation where it's complicated. Good. Like I have to know that for myself. Good. That's really yeah. good. That's great. That's a good step. That's great. You yeah. took a step out and you moved <laughs> forward in the 12 step program. <laughs> That's great. That's great, little girl. That's great. But yeah, I mean, I really believe that. But I believe in like, being preventative and breaking patterns before instead of after because I've broken a lot of them after and I'm like this is so like it's just a detour like you're gonna get to your destination but it's a constant detour and it's like we're trying to shave off time baby yeah and honestly like it's I feel like because he had trust issues and you've had trust issues with other people when he had that and he and he got uh mean I'll call it then you probably understood because you're like, oh, I felt that way before. But at the same time, my argument is always like if someone calls you names, not saying that happened to you, but as soon as like the meanness comes out and someone starts calling you names and like really gets temperamental, I'm like, nope, that's not okay. Just like no one should be treated that way. Not saying like if he's watching, I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying like, I say to all my friends. Right. Because I used to fucking love yelling and being like, Mm -hmm. yeah. But it just is like, it's not the right dynamic. Yeah. And you remember it and it's like stored in the back of your head and you get resentful. And if they keep saying certain things every time they get mad, like you're broken, like you're damaged, like your brain's just fucked. Like, you know what I mean? And like, if they do that every time, then one, you start to believe it. But then two, yeah, you just have that resentment. And three, you can't trust them. Like where you're like, oh, when you're when you're happy with me, like, are you just not, you know, saying the truth? And then when you're not happy, you're saying the truth, you know what I mean? So it's just like, so confusing. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. And so you're just like, yeah, dude, it's not, it's not it. Also just when you have anxiety and depression, if you're a listener and you're dating someone with it, it's like, we can't control it. So calling the person damaged or toxic or manipulative or like calling them or being saying you're broken it just makes us feel worse and we're going to go into a hole even more we don't want to be this way we don't want to behaving be behaving this way it just naturally happens so like it's also like just don't take it personally right i know it can be hard to live with totally in a space with that person but and we're help- talking about depression not toxic behaviors yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah. don't put up with toxic behaviors we're saying our behaviors as in when we experience depression or anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's it's just really hard and i'm sure it's hard on the other side to deal with people totally. who have that but if like the way that matt goes about it is very like and i still feel guilt but he's just very like all right, well, see you later. Yeah. Like, whatever. What do you want for dinner? Like, tries That's to great. crack you out of yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like, then it just shows that it's not affecting him whatsoever. Yeah. And that's that's very hard to be because I get sensitive too when yeah. people are around me. And if they're aggressive or irrita- irritable or down, like, it makes me feel yes. guilt too. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, can I do something? Do I need yeah. to do something? Blah, blah, blah. And so I get that that's it's hard because it's like if I'm in a bad mood and they're around me, like I 1000 percent like totally uh, agree that it's not fun to be around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, just then leave me alone. Yeah. 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 Space and I'm fine, you know? Yeah. Um, Totally. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well. Who's next? Yeah. Tune in next week on Recovering Toxaholic (laughs) and let's see uh, what comes up after that. This is fun. It's a fun journey to follow. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Because you're just picking out the little pieces, you know, like last week I said, you got your little... You got your little canvas and you're just painting the person. Yeah, we're just painting the person and we'll just see how the picture ends up. 
We'll see how it goes. Okay. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into your wedding, your wedding week. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go into details about everything because it's like not. Well, like. Oh, how was like. No, 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 no. But I had. You're like, next question. I'm like. What? Next. Um, I had a toxic trait that came out. Uh, Did the, party bully Nikki come out? Uh, party bully Nikki. I'm trying to think didn't really come out oh, but okay. probably did but i just am not as aware of it I yeah think, i'll ask matt i think everybody matt. was more matt actually i think was like please party bully nikki didn't come out but i think that everybody was on the same page of like you better get fucked up like yeah, i think yeah, everybody yeah. knew it okay because our whole ceremony was like i suppressed every emotion in my fucking body that Why? since being because i just didn't want to cry walking down the aisle i didn't want to cry before i didn't want to see my friends see me and cry. what's the fear of crying in public i don't i've i'm okay crying in public if i'm sad but there's something so vulnerable about crying over when being overwhelmed and happy it what do you think that weak. is that's bananas i feel weak which is crazy and me and my friend chris were talking about this because we're the same yeah. like that and our friend was asking us being like what is wrong with you guys and we were like I don't know. See, I would think it's the opposite. Like you're like, well, that's fucked up too. So it's like, yeah, if you're sad and you're crying, you're like, get over it. That's weak. Well, I don't know. Like I just felt, I just felt, I think that my whole identity is very like, uh, love and like I, I just feel weak I don't know it was so weird I don't know why you are like that like yeah. she's very um which I is don't so like to show that side yeah but it, it's so funny because it's like that's like who her core is yeah like she doesn't like to be like mushy gushy yeah. like she won't ever be like you know some girls like when they're best friends and they like you know they get drunk and they cry and they're like i love you like you're the best friend like she won't do that even though you did you did with alexa at the wedding but i remember you guys doing that at some party i remember you voice memoing me like maybe it was like a halloween or a birthday Being party like, or something you, best friend. yeah i remember you uh, i will if i'm if i'm drunk and i feel that i go this is the best time ever this is so fun that's what i get like yeah yeah like, yeah this is the yeah. But when it comes to showing my actual love, like to Matt or like, I just feel like I'm like a hard shell. And yeah. then if it's seeping up, I'm like, no one can see this. And that's how I <laughs> that's feel. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Because my core is like that. So when it happens, I'm like, huh. And Matt mm. in his speech was like, and I'll just let you all know, Nikki loves me very, very much. You should see her behind closed doors. And I was like, shut up. So in the speeches... Yeah. Anytime someone said something really sentimental and nice to me, I'd go, shut up. And that's what I would do. Oh, my God. You have so much toxic masculinity, you fucking <laughs> dork. Like, I thought I had toxic masculinity, but mine's just love avoidance. But, like, that's like, no. okay, loser. Yeah. Oh, you love me? Duh. That's like, just what I would do. Your I husband know. on his wedding is like, she loves me. And you're like, oh, my God, you're so embarrassing. It wasn't just him. It started with other people when they would say, nice things i go shut up and then i'd be like crying because it'd be making me cry and i'd be like shut up i wonder so hard i don't know what it is i don't want to talk about it in therapy i'll tell you that <laughs> wait you've never even talked about it in therapy no i think it, it, it's like something where like when you were little like when you cried or something that either uh, a parent like was like do you want something to cry about or like a girl like saw you crying it was like ha ha nikki's yeah, crying there's something yeah there's something because then it like put it in your head that you're like oh if i cry that shows a really weak vulnerability even though you'll cry when you're sad yeah. but i'm saying like or maybe it's like when you like you know how you're like scared of death or whatever yeah and so like when you cry like when you're so happy it's almost like you can't like handle just like the absolute like pure like raw love you feel it's like yeah i don't think i can handle it yeah that's why i like don't like hugging <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's so annoying or but it also i just also didn't want to spend my day like Ooh. Yeah, yeah anytime yeah. like when i got even him, though she spent her day going like, like yeah limboing oh, i all the photos of I me ruined. are so bad like i have double chins in every single one of, of course them. you know what i think it is i think it's because i've always like with my mom if she was upset like i've always been the one to keep everything together and make mm. people laugh and be like okay everything's okay so i was like if i'm the weak one 
then who's going to keep everybody afloat? <laughs> Which is something you have to let go of because it is not your responsibility to constantly take care of the adults okay? in the room. It's okay. I don't know. It was so, and also I guess I was just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm going to have to really investigate investigate because it was just so like, I, you know what I think it is too. It's an emotion I don't understand. Cause like, I'm not sad. Mm -hmm. I'm like happy, pure fucking joy. That's what it is. But even like if someone came in and was like, Oh my God, you look so good. I'd be like, and it was i was like i don't i it's not an emotion i can understand Mm -hmm. and then i'm like what is going on that's what pure love is where there's like no fucking there's no there's nothing behind it but giving like pure love like there's no um what the fuck is that word like there's no reasoning yeah or not like reasoning but there's no but they're not getting anything out of it so it's just like it's just like pure real love of being like i love you you know what i mean like versus like hey good job on this thing or what i don't know but it's like i think yeah yeah it's it's something like sappiness too i i honestly don't know it's fucking wild because my friend my friend kate kept being like what what are you guys afraid of to me and Chris? Yeah. And then in his speech, he was like, me and Nikki are both emotionally stunted. And, you know, like, yeah. because he was the only one where he was like, yeah, I don't know. But then Matt thought, wanted to be all the sentimental guy. And Matt walked down the aisle going like this, waving like he was the queen. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, Mr. Sentimental is suppressing his emotion as well. I think it's more so everybody's eyes on you. Yeah. And then you're emotional. Yeah. That's what but it is. But you're like that even regardless of your wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... I suppressed all my emotions and then now that I suppressed them all when this would like going down the aisle was so scary and and like just to be like I don't know what and why I'm crying or I didn't and then I got to the end and then it was like more of a performance yeah and then and Matt was like that too if Matt had it been sweeter maybe I'd be different but now he's playing into it but then when the speeches came I was just crying like (gasps) and then the next day like when I came home and I watched the videos I was just sitting on the couch and then Matt would go this is ridiculous I go (laughs) and you go I don't know if you're joking or not it's like I don't know either (laughs) and I would like watch a video again I'd be like and it's Aww. all this like it's so toxic yeah like, it's not say. toxic no, but you were oh. like you fucking toxic masculine like because oh, i'm yeah, like yeah, don't yeah, yeah. you see but the what happened was where i became pretty where i realized that how i'm still fucked up is matt like i did pretty much all the work he would say differently but i'll tell you one thing i sent all the emails i organized mm-hmm. like he'd be like when is uh when's the rehearsal and i was like weddings are like there's just a lot of things there's so many things and i have a good memory and he'd be like when's the rehearsal the day of i was like 11 a.m like i would i'd be like did you tell your people like matt didn't take control to the point that one of his groomsmen was in shorts and sneakers and i was like oh no buddy hey which i don't care you guys gotta go yeah yeah Yeah. but i'm like matt why didn't you do anything he's like i feel you're comfortable so i just to give you an idea of like how much i had on my plate right so the wedding day like we go down and then immediately people take photos and you're like oh god i just need a drink in my hand yeah yeah yeah. i want to relax i want to relax if i I want my photo taken but if i could have a bite to eat and a drink and then we take them and matt was just so flighty and everywhere because that's how he is he's not like great guy but he's not aware of his surroundings or being like where are you and like we gotta do this i'd be like matt we have to take a picture we have to take a picture like where we're both really good at that like whenever we plan something together or whatever we're both like okay yeah and we'll see each other across the room we like know what's going on guys just aren't like that no offense men but you aren't most some of you are but like a lot of you aren't it's annoying so that happened the only time i was with matt was like eating dinner and then he just wasn't mentally with me, which was it fine. Wasn't present. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't present. And then the whole dance time, mm-hmm. never saw him. He was on the dance floor like once mm-hmm. and he was off talking to his friends and his family and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck, fuck are you? Where's my husband? Where's my husband? Yeah. And then he came back at the end and I was like, where are you? He hasn't paid attention to me this whole time. And I was like, He's the most hot I've ever seen him. <laughs> she told me that and she was like, and I just thought he was so hot. And I was like, that is so toxic, Nikki. Like, 
she never calls him hot like I obviously she's attracted to him never. but she just never uses the word no. like that is so hot like he was never describes him like that. so hot and he was dancing and like flicking his hair and he wasn't like even paying attention to me and i was like come here <laughs> me, 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 me. i was like oh my god he's so hot <laughs> and then i turned to my friend emma and i was like he's so hot right now and i didn't even realize like what was happening yeah. and then finally like he danced with me and people were dancing around us and we were close and then i started crying because i was like oh my god i, I love g- this man <laughs> I, love- I love this man hey 10 years hey that's all it took 10 years a whole wedding don't pay attention thousands to me. of dollars don't pay attention <laughs> to me a little drunk and dancing i fell in love again and i was like i remember like dancing and i was like i feel like i'm the girl in the 90s movie that got the guy like in the last episode <laughs> never been kissed and, and yeah. i was crying and i was like here he is here he is i really got him you guys i really did it's a good one too <laughs> so stupid and it's all because he ignored me for the entire night <laughs> hey all you gotta do is act like your dad there you go <laughs> totally where is he where is he oh god yeah. it was amazing i think he was like oh jesus uh, i guess what i'll was, do that more how was he like how was he feeling in that moment was he like i love you too no, man no like, he was somewhere else he was somewhere <laughs> else he wasn't paying attention to me mentally and i was like oh my god i'll suck your dick <laughs> <laughs> but then like after when you guys connected was he like was he like drunk and buzzed but like can't believe we did this no, like what was, he was his vibe he was like he was like with it and we went on the dock like there was a pier we went to like a club after on the yeah. beach we, we went on the pier and he was like i was like where were you but we were just talking yeah. he's like you know this wasn't really about us it was about like bringing people together which is true yeah but i was like well no i still need attention yeah you know and then he's like yeah well i had to put time in with my friends and like his thing was like people were talking to me i had to put i had a really great conversations on the beach with blah 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 and blah 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 and i was like cool i was holding down the dance floor and dancing with our moms okay <laughs> do you want to pay me for that yeah <laughs> i was entertaining both of our moms at the same time yeah, same time he'd be like i was around my mom i was like no you weren't and that's okay (laughs) yeah but like take like take a note yeah weddings seem like such a responsibility and i'm like i get stressed out like even at like people's like certain like birthday parties or engagement dinners where it's like yeah there's so many different types of personalities to you know engage with and to like you know you have to be this with this one or whatever like i feel responsibility if i'm like with my friends people like that let alone your own i'm like yeah i don't want to do that it's honestly the key is i was saying to matt's friend is to have friends that make you feel like you're in a nest that take care of everything. Cause yeah. even on that night, like people were still taking care of me, which was oh, good. No, so I good. never felt like alone. People like I, my friends, I think knew how much anxiety I had, like yeah. and in spe- specific five, like knew yeah. what the anxiety that they would just be like, okay, okay. Like what do you need? Okay. Like yeah. I'll go, I'll go help your mom with this. Like, I'll and, go. Yeah, get, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was good. But at the same time, I was like, where are you? But where are you, Matt? Where are you, Matt? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and the one other thing that happened, it wasn't even talk my mom and dad when they saw each other. Uh my dad didn't know it was my mom. Wait, you didn't, you didn't tell me that part. Your dad <laughs> I didn't know, know I it wasn't your mom. It for the what do you mean he didn't know it was your mom? <laughs> we went to like we had like a welcome cocktail thing and Alexa was talking to my dad. Thank God. Alexa's like legitimately my sister. I yeah. go up and we're talking and she's talking to him and I go up and my mom comes up and goes, Hi, Bobby. And my dad had had everybody saying hi, Bobby, because everyone knows who he is because of his yeah. voicemails and the podcast he, that he would go, Hey, hey so she goes hi bobby and thank god alex was there if i was by myself i would have died and bobby goes hey and she goes karen he goes oh hey and i went bobby this is karen karen this is bobby (laughs) (sighs) oh my god what was this excuse i don't even she has blonde hair oh she didn't recognize brunette he didn't recognize her she has blonde hair Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm just like, how, but her face is still the same and it's your mom. I know. 
I know. And I'm like, wouldn't you have seen photos? I don't know. I think my dad was like so overwhelmed. Talk about anxiety. Like I couldn't really hang out with him too much because he just wasn't himself. And I was like, I have anxiety. I can't interact with you. Yeah. And so then they talked and my mom was being like very like, great and like oh yeah oh like talking to his girlfriend yeah. like nicole says great things about you like just doing the show she's such a good politician yeah she's yeah. such a good politician yeah. it's it's strange that she's not a politician's wife because you're like yeah. karen is a politician's wife <laughs> yeah you're yeah. a so material yeah. yeah yeah and then finally i went and alexa and i were just standing there the whole time and i was just like uh, uh, and then finally I went okay good job guys you did it okay bye we're done and that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that part. And I remember you saying like, Bob, this is care. I thought you were just joking. Well, I thought I was joking too. And then after he was like, I didn't know it was her. And Alexa witnessed it. She's like, no, he had no idea it was her. I saw him like, react. oh my God. Isn't that crazy? That's, it's like, you're like, okay, back to your fucking 90s movie that you want to be yeah. in. Like, here are my divorced parents and I'm a girl in her 30s. Like, yeah. she's trying to find love. Now I have to deal with my parents and then they, like, get back together while you get married at the same yeah. weekend. and they don't know each other. Yeah. I don't know why he's calling me, but I feel like it might be yeah. important. Hello? Hi, I'm recording. Are you okay? You're flying to Australia tomorrow? what when uh, for a week <laughs> and then when do you how about how long are you back for that's only a week but australia okay well i guess i'll have to call you after yeah i should know that asap okay maybe we'll hang out later yeah i'll call you back i'll call you back Okay, bye. He's so hot. Because <laughs> he's leaving for Australia. He's literally leaving for Australia tomorrow. All right. But that sounds like a beautiful, magical time. It and was. I'm glad that you got to fall in love all over again and that you did, re you know, release your suppressed I emotions. Do, it, I do think it's kind of fucked up that I literally just told you the story about how Matt wasn't around and I fell in love with him again and that how hot he is. And he just called me right now to be like, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. And I'm like... You. <laughs> for australia you're like can i go but yeah. it's only for a week yeah, it's that's a week. gonna suck that flight like that's there and then back yeah. yeah yeah it's gonna be but, but that's cool to yeah. go to australia i don't know if they ever get to like see things they don't get a lot of like sightseeing in, he'll get right? to see stuff yeah oh, okay. yeah he'll get to see stuff and i will be see working i'll be working for free on our passion project <laughs> That has yet to pay off, but you know we just we just keep doing it. Here we are. Here we are. In a donate. wedding dress in her spare room. <laughs> We're doing it. Hey, I was in love a week ago, and now I'm broken up. So Here we, we literally got it together. <laughs> hey, Gen Z, write this down. Write it down. There we go, guys. Uh, well, if you want to donate, do it. <laughs> you can even donate furniture, clothes. It doesn't just have to be money. You can donate whatever you want. Oh my God. Well, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.